The Presentation Podcast, Season 7, Episode 190. This episode, Troy, Nolan, and Sandy offer their 2024 presentation predictions and do a fun scorecard review of their 2023 predictions. Lots of great information and fun you do not want to miss. I'm Troy Collar from TLC Creative Services based in Southern California. Welcome to the Presentation Podcast. I'm Sandy Johnson with Presentation Wiz in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm Nolan Hames from Nolan Hames Creative in Montclair, New Jersey. Welcome, everyone. Today, it, well, it's January. That's totally wrong. <laughs> I'm like, why is this date? Well, I was going to say 2024 because I just wrote my first date. I was On just a check. Yeah. Oh, no, I, it was a hospital <laughs> thing, but I had to write 2024 and it even gets better because I wrote them. I was so conscientious. I wrote the date. And the lady goes, it's past midnight. You have to make it the fifth. I'm like, dang it. I already messed up my first time writing a date, but I did get the year right. Oh, that's funny. Welcome, everyone. So in January of 2023, it's not a typo. I did say the correct year. So last year, basically, we recorded... um, we recorded an episode entitled Bold Presentation Predictions for 2023. Today, we're going to make our presentation predictions for 2024. And then, this is where it gets fun, we're going to do a scorecard recap of our 2023 predictions of our 13 presentation predictions that we put out there in January. So before we start this year, we have a few ground rules. First, we are limited to three predictions each, Sandy, and that means no prediction with nine sub-predictions in it. Uh, uh, Okay, so anyways, here's what we're going to do, guys. We get to have fun with this. Let's go through them. You guys ready? 2024 design presentation design prediction number one, go. Okay, let's, let's. Is this round robin? Are you going to do them all at one time? No, oh, I don't want to do them all three all at once. Let's okay. yeah, yeah, round robin, and okay. one of you two gets to start with the round. Okay, of the robin. So, all right, so I'll do one. I'll start okay. with my, this is my prediction for twenty twenty four. Right? Yes. Okay. I am. Pred- I feel like I should put my Karnak hat on again. Um, I'm predicting that AI. Remember that thing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm predicting that AI will become standard operating procedure for imagery creation and editing and copywriting. But it's still going to remain elusive and ineffective for practical purposes in presentation, meaning to really use it, you're going to have to cobble together a couple different AI tools. Hmm. What do we think? Mm -hmm. Well, to that point, I will add my prediction that just says, and this is kind of a no-brainer, we're all going to be a little or a lot smarter about AI this time next year. I would add to the mix Nolan, that you mentioned, I think we're going to, our repetitive tasks, Mm co-pilot and design suggestions, I think those will be used quite a bit. Okay. Are you, are you thinking you will be a little or you will be a lot (laughs) smarter about somewhere? Um, Yeah. Somewhere in between. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be a little, I'm I'm, I'm not giving, I'm not giving myself too much credit. I'm, I'm going to be a little, little smarter. Okay. We're going to call we're going to check on that next year. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. okay. So ironically, and I guess no, no surprise, my first mm-hmm. prediction is about AI, but I will caveat that with, um, I just was reading a, what I thought was a fascinating article and it was basically, um, saying that prompt entries are already on the way out. I'm like, wait, oh. it's just starting. And it was kind of like really? this prediction of how AI will evolve. And they're like, everything you've, you've learned about prompting is not going to be necessary because AI will be self-prompting based on, and it had a lot of examples, um, kind of more of a, you know, you'll have an interface that you click the key things and it'll fill in the blanks. And it was really interesting. I'm like, oh, that's a good mind opener. Okay. So that's here's my number one. Self-prompting. That sounds like kinda, Robocop. Yeah. But, like that okay. got a little scary. <laughs> it was self I have to interrupt though. Do you remember the prediction by some? Per- person out there who said, "Oh, the next big income earner will be someone who's professional, a professional at prompts." 
No, a prompt engineer. That's already a a, a, a I, I think it's valid right yeah. now, but they were saying the evolution. It was a very interesting article. It's like, oh, well, okay. maybe, maybe you know, of course, they also predicted that the mouse wouldn't take over computing. But, you know, so uh-huh. there you go. <laughs> okay, I, I'm for my first prediction. So this is where we're literally all in sync here. I'm rolling over my prediction from last year that AI will come to the forefront of content design. I said it last year. You'll see below when we do the scorecard. I think it's going to be a fail. Uh, well, we'll consensus on it. But the AI conversation, you know, even back in January of 2023, it was moving fast. And throughout the year, there were dozens, to your point, Nolan, there were dozens of AI-powered design tools emerged. I mean, ranging from like, you know, Photoshop generative fill, which I think is like the most unbelievable thing around, to a host of, you know, AI-powered design tools, uh, you know, within the Canvas suite. They really put together, I think, the first suite of tools where you can get them all within one thing. But I gave the momentum too much credit. Microsoft Copilot was announced in February of last year, but yet in January of this year, the Hmm. masses still don't have it. I mean, they they don't have access to it. They can get it through Bing, but they don't have it directly integrated like into PowerPoint. It's what we all want to really hear about. So my slightly modified and updated prediction that also very much follows what Nolan said is 2024 AI design tools become a standard workflow for image creation, image manipulation, content creation, but not, uh, excuse me, but not, yeah, content creation, but not full content adjustments and design layouts. It won't modify existing content, which is, I think, still the the downside. It's just not there. At least I don't see it in the future. I see it creating stuff. I see it helping with stuff. And Nolan, to your point, I probably should add, or I definitely will add, that I see it being a mixture of tools. There won't be kind of a uh, consistent workflow where they'll have their own special formula. I use this for this and this for that. Yeah. So. There's my number one, and I think we just all three said AI for it. <laughs> yeah, I think we did. Say, I wanted to add to your Microsoft Copilot is still not integrated into PowerPoint. There is an available Copilot add-in by a programmer. Jamie sent the information. Yeah, this to is the, really yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I downloaded it. It's easy to use, but the results are maybe I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure that it helps as much as. <laughs> Does it actually create new slides for you? It absolutely creates new slides. Again, creating something from scratch is where AI shines because it says, I'll grab the stuff. But looking at your stuff, analyzing it, and then adjusting it is where things are, where I feel the world use, it doesn't do that. And And this one's really interesting because it's an external company, but because Microsoft has their web apps, I... That's not what they're called, right? But that's what they are. They're, I think they're, they are. I think, they're I think they are. Called. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's and, an outside company that said we could integrate into it. So it's a smart move. And like, oh, you don't need Copilot. You could use this little thing. But I didn't find it. And Where Sandy, I'm it is real world help. It's a web yeah. app. It's not. It's not like a. No, I did it on my desktop. Right, but it, but well, you did it through from within you, PowerPoint. From yeah, you have to be connected yes. to the internet. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Understood. Yes, it doesn't connect to my um, local presentation with yeah. graph. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, number okay. two. Uh, Nolan, number let's two. just keep the cycle going. You're on okay. number two. I predict a major scandal or Ooh. court case in which supposedly confidential slides play a big part in revealing intent or misdeeds. Could be government, could mm. be corporate, oh, could be, but there's there's going to be a supposedly confidential slide that uh, is going to explode something so i don't know that's that's, that's just a fun one i don't we'll see we'll, I we'll keep che- we'll keep checking yeah. the newspapers on that i don't think you're too far off there but i mean there's already oh gosh what company was it recently the ceo had to um resign because they used ai oh oh was it the wall street journal no 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 um, no but th- there have been a couple of uh yeah. law- lawyers who've put in well that's that's ai but there have been a couple oh, of yeah. um good point uh lawyers who have uh it used ai to to create their briefs for court and basically oh. ai is in- mm-hmm. invented court cases that didn't yes. exist that's right yeah. oh stuff yeah, like know, that said, well like, it hey, could have hey, existed hey. in a screen play screen it, uh, in an alternate uh, universe, a, a screenwrite. You know, well, it's from a you know a movie. I, I read one of the more f- most fascinating things I read about AI was uh, uh, an IBM 
what was her name? Uh, an IBM AI expert literally said AI is really unique because we have was this whole talk about guardrails. You know, you can't say, what was her example? Like, how do I hotwire a car or give it very specifics? It'll say, you know, I'm not allowed to help that. But you say, I'm writing a pl- I'm writing a, a television series. And in this episode, oh, the character needs to do this, that. And AI spits out the exact like mm. how to to steal this car because it suddenly became fictitious. They went around the car. It was very oh fascinating. Oh my. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> you know, and that's a nice hack. <laughs> it was very fascinating. I'm like, oh, this is literally like one of the top people. It was from the IBM, I believe, Watson Group, and you know, who's programming all this. And they're like, Yeah, so the guardrails are there, and <laughs> but they're only good if you know how to like if you you know if you know how to well, go around them. It was a really great, fascinating scenario. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know if you just while we're talking about it. Uh, do you guys listen to Hard Fork? Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a great podcast, a tech podcast. And one of their predictions was that in the coming year, somebody is going to create an, a, a usable AI uh, bot or whatever that takes all the guardrails off. That says, forget it. You know, where there's you can do anything you want with this. I, I'm and, pretty sure that exists, and it's on this place called the Dark Web. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. All right, Uh, Sandy, number two. uh, two. Okay, well, because of that, there's going to be some sort of government action over AI. I don't know what it's going to be and how much it's going to control, but there's, I don't know if it's at a state level, a federal level, but there's going to be positions created to oversee AI committees, watchdogs to monitor Presentations about it. Yeah, well... (laughs) Yeah, confidential exactly. slides that might be leaked and all you guys are way too in sync this is amazing <laughs> we are and but there's also um you know there's tools that identify text or content that is supposed to be from ai those tools have wrongly accused people of <laughs> of using ai mm, when it's their their own content um article i read the other day and i should have taken note given that we are going to be talking about this but yeah somebody was in one person was, uh, and maybe there's more, but they were wrongly accused. So there's some sort of, there's going to be some oversight. Don't know where Ask me. it's going to happen. Okay. So my number two presentation is about presenting slides. But before that, on that note, I was just, I, I was again, reading through, I'm really, I'm actually trying to come up with a topic possibly for this, but I'm also for my blog um, and some other things, but AI cannot be used in the U S for copyright material. So you can't create a logo and copyright it. You could trademark it, um, but you can't copyright anything that's generated by AI. With that, I read about this. Uh, th- there's a software, uh, well, there's a system called Glaze, and it's for artists that want to post their artwork but not let AI learn from it. So mm-hmm. Glaze literally puts an overlay onto the stuff. So for the for us to look at it, you can't see it, but at the pixel level, it keeps scrambling things because the you know AI engines look at it at a little more detail, I guess I'd say. And it's this idea that it scrambles the image so it can't actually learn. And you can make it, it was very mm-hmm. fascinating. Like this is like technologies that nobody thought of needing. Okay, prediction number two. This one is about presenting slides. No new remote presenting technology or app is my prediction will gain traction if it does not integrate with Microsoft Teams or Zoom. Literally, they I think okay. these two apps dominate okay. this remote presenting. And there are, uh, you know, I think they're the two connection platforms that will continue to dominate the scene and they do not have any competitors for this upcoming year. There'll be nothing that becomes a mass remote presenting meeting platform. So, you know, this new amazing online presentation tool, if you don't have a way for it to be put into Teams or Zoom easily, is just not going to flourish. Well, it's like I, you have I've to got deal a question with this. on that. Um, does Microsoft allow anything non-Microsoft into Teams? Yes. Okay. Right. Lots of yeah, ad- you, add-ins. Yeah. You can okay. like, like mm-hmm. we do, we do a Slido um, polling directly into it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so it's you know, similar obviously to the Office screen- add-in store. They're, they're. Yeah. It's very limited and there's a lot of hoops, but you know, because you can display example, your presentation, the chat panel on the right, you can suddenly say, Hey, 
here's a zoom and uh or no here's a zoom here's a here's a polling here's a here's a zoom inside of teams that would be interesting um no here's here's a polling question for everybody and it'll open up yep. in that side pane so that the presentation and the camera view or whatever doesn't change it even gets better with uh with the teams uh teams live or the um the webinar version of it uh but yeah so there are tools there but but you know if anything comes out with anything, and i'm really waiting for Canva presentations to be like, hey, we can present, you know, just single click button in your Canva presentation will show up in the team's meeting instead of having to do a screen share and all these other hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of thinking more of the third party tools, like all the whiteboards that are coming out there, whiteboarding and presentation, digital whiteboarding for presentation. Maybe that's almost another prediction that I think it's going to gain. Uh, we have an mm-hmm. upcoming hybrid event where literally the, the, presenter in the room and a remote presenter that can't make it because he's international, they're whiteboarding out their scenario together in real time for both the audience that's in the room and the remote audience. It's it's like a, it, it, I don't want to say it's a nightmare, but it's like a, wait, we want to do what? So we had to you know work through the technologies, but you know it's just these new ways of doing it are crazy because the one guy, well, okay, never mind. There's a lot of details, but there's my prediction. Okay. No, no, no new remote presenting technology or app will gain traction if it doesn't have a direct integration with Microsoft, or I should say if it ignores Teams and Zoom as the platforms that are the dominant players. Well, you, uh, you mentioned Canva, which is a good transition to my <laughs> third uh, prediction, which mm-hmm. is Canva is going to uh, explode or maybe continue to explode uh, become more mainstream for enterprise, and finally, finally go public with an IPO. Oh, that's my that's my well prediction. I don't. <laughs> I feel like we we're really in sync with our <laughs> we, predictions. We, yeah. However, I am predicting that Canva is not going to be ready for enterprise. And they're more likely to be bought out by a major tech company who will give them those legs to become ready. What, what kind of, what what company? What kind of company? Um, do you think? I don't some major established software hardware company. That's no. amazing. I just think they're too big. Don't to say be. into it. <laughs> I, I don't think I can say they're too. Nothing is too big to be bought at this point. But no, nothing uh, is. I mean, we just facilitated the meetings for a you know fourteen billion dollar buyout, and, and mm-hmm. you know they're yeah private label behind well, the scene meetings that we host our things. So I can't say any names, but it's like, well, those are, these are numbers that are just mind boggling to me. And it didn't seem like that big of a, of an inter- industry, but I was actually I mean, the exact as, as Nolan said, he go public. I'm like, yeah, cause no one will buy them. And then Sandy says, well, they could be bought. Like, well, okay. Adobe, Adobe suddenly has a lot of cash. Did you hear that? Oh, the whole, the whole Figma no. thing fell apart. Yes, it did. And what? I didn't real. I thought yep. it was a done deal. I thought it I was, was like, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, they bought it. And then I read an article like they're, they're both walking away because of European regulation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not wow. happening. Yeah. So maybe oh. Adobe might, uh, who knows? I don't who know. knows? I don't know uh, if that's we go a, with Canva acquires Figma I, to put that into their portfolio. Oh, yeah, they should can, acquire Figma. Oh, there, there is that. Well, yeah. Well, they they could the yeah, okay, so Sandy, you just totally contradicted my own thoughts with that one. We'll we'll okay. get a scorecard again at the end of the year. Uh, this will be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm going a little bit a little bit um, again. I'm working. I, my mindset was on the remote presenters, so my third prediction is kind of in that arena as well. The expectations of a remote presenter is elevated, so. If a presenter shows up unprepared for to be a remote presenter, so you know it doesn't matter if it's a remote meeting or a hybrid meeting, but if they show up with like a poor presentation setup, like say their lighting isn't good, their mic isn't giving a rich tone, their ability to keep eye contact with the camera, um, or if they're just unfamiliar with the platform or technology, especially Zooms, Zoom and Teams, they will instantly lose their professional status and respect. So my prediction is, is that if you're going to present in a remote environment, you can no longer say, hey, how does this work? Or, hey, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. Here's my analogy. As a professional presenter at a stage event, you know, I've worked in staged events for over 20 years now. The professional presenter, they're basically expected to show up and be familiar with the use of confidence monitors. Here's where your content's going to be downstream. Don't look over your shoulder. Um, they're going to be familiar with um, how a lavalier mic works. So they're going to not show up with a flimsy uh, 
top that won't support a lavalier being clipped on or they won't show up with uh, uh, dangly earrings, you know, because they've been told they're going to have an over the year countryman type mic you know it, you know they 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 are not gonna, they're going to be knowing or they should be expecting stage lighting is set for the cameras so the cameras can pick up their face so when it's bright they can't complain about it say wow those are really bright i'm like yeah you obviously don't know how a stage works then and you'll never work in the movie or television industry because it's all about bright lights and not letting people know that you're being blinded by light <clears throat> um so you know, my expectation or my, my prediction is that this expectation for remote presenter, we're done with the, Hey, help me out. Or I am sorry that it's, it's not there. So I, they're not going to be saying next slide, next slide. Well, I'm not going to go away from that. Although there are way better technologies and anybody that does it, they're going to be like, Oh my gosh. But that, I know that, that actually could be one of the few exceptions. Um, but there are so many remote presenting things, but you know, I'm just saying as a, as a presenter, and we're setting one up right now. I have a meeting uh, on Friday with a presenter that's in the UK. The meeting is in LA and we're doing this whole tech run through, but it's mainly this person has her act together, but we, he needs to interact directly with some people and we need to explain how he interacts with them. Cause it's not a zoom meeting. It's a webinar platform, but we have a way for these people to, you know, there's some logistics. So we're just working out logistics to make sure we're on the same page. Cause like every stage meeting, they're always, you know, you know, how you get to the stage is a little different in every single setup because, you know, hey, the green room's here and, you know, the path to the staging's over here, but you're going to enter stage left, but you need to exit stage right because the next presenter comes in. I mean, there's all these logistics. I just think that remote presenters are now expected to be in that professional mindset and it's really being looked down upon. Suddenly it's like, yeah, that this guy is just not going to help us out with this meeting. So there's my number three. All right. So we... We, uh, we will take note and revisit these uh, a year from now. Okay, now we get to do scorecard time. All right. So, again, the, the, the next year we'll, we'll see how ours play out. But, yes, we, we, we do have recorded our 2023 predictions. And let's... Uh, Let's see how they do. Now, are, are we, we're scoring these, right, Troy? Are we we're going to come up with some sort of score at the end to see if we, you know, we want to come out a net positive. We got, we got the yes, no's correct. So we'll see how okay. it works. So do we have, do we have, a, do we have sound effects for, for yes this, and no? Yeah, you ready? Here, I, I have never used this internal soundboard within the recording system, but every time there's a correct. Just to confirm you guys heard that, right? Yes. We, oh, good. That's, that's correct. Google. That's correct. I'm pretty excited about this and a fail. <laughs> And just because I wanted to add it in, <laughs> those are the only Excellent. three sound effects I've added to this one. <laughs> you know, we gotta gotta add those in. So I've got my button, I got my finger on the button here, ready to make the predictions. Perfect. All right, let's kick it off, Sandy. Okay, so 2023 prediction number one was Troy saying AI will come to the forefront of content design, not mm-hmm. content creation but layout and design. Did this prediction come true, Troy? <laughs> yes, we, I, I, li- I like the sound effects. Okay, sadly, I was on the fence with them, but yeah, I like them. <laughs> okay, sadly, this is not what I have seen. The AI content creation um, is there, but the design or the ability to modify is, it's just not there. I mean, there's this whole realm of here's the possibilities. I, I just... I see the focus on image creation and I've been experimenting with some amazing um, static image. And I just have been working with this, uh, this motion video tool that takes static images and will add it. So, you know, if you do something with water in it, it automatically gives the water ripple being that spark. I mean, just some amazing stuff to create little, little stinger videos out of static imagery. Um, Not quite after effects level for other types of things, but I'm, I'm seeing, a lot of full content development. Uh, as example, um, you know, there's that. I, I'm just not seeing modifying stuff. Like, here's my slide. I want to make this better. You're still going out to Photoshop or doing some other tool to do it because AI can't interpret what you've got. Uh, you know, like, hey, I want to make the left edge fade fade. It seems like that should be a really easy prompt, <laughs> and you get a ping image and it does it. And nope, back into Photoshop we go. Yeah. So, I, I would say no 
but that's kind of why I revisited it for this 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 upcoming year. Literally, we'll, we'll keep rolling on that one. We'll just okay. So our number two prediction of 2023 was Nolan's hybrid presenting at small meetings will not work, and it will be an all in person meeting or an all remote meeting, or it'll just be two separate meetings. What what do we say? How, how, how did that come true? Or did, or did it? What do, what do we think? Uh, Sandy, are on you one? on the yes, no on that one? Wait. Are, aren't, we doing, aren't we doing sound effects? Uh, don't you do yeah. the sound effects? Well, I wanted to make sure I knew it. I'm saying yes. Oh. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's a yes because I think the key here was the specification of smaller meetings. Troy, you do a lot of virtual support for larger hybrid meetings, which there's a budget to have a whole team essentially follow and broadcast the live content like, like you would a sporting event almost. Um, but from what I've seen, hybrid has continued to just be too clunky and problematic on on smaller budgets and smaller meetings. And the one example I'm going to use from our industry uh, where I spoke this past year was the presentation summit, which abandoned hybrid, right, in favor of two events, one virtual, one live. So um, so yay for me. I, I got that one right. I, think. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I, I think All it's right. been – hold on, hold on. You're right, Nolan. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> Okay, cue us up for the next one, Nolan. All right. Sandy provided the third prediction for 2023, which was pre-recorded videos of the presentation uh, of, of a presentation would be common for online conferences. That's a no. What, what do we think? So you don't think it's common? Well, per, I'll, I'll let you personally. I, I still am doing both. Um, exactly. Creative Pro is still uh, recording uh, some presentations, but what, what's what's your what's your perspective? I don't, I don't. Well, you know, I despise the concept, but <laughs> I have yet to attend a pre-recorded conference. However, I do believe that they are a mainstay for follow-up tool mm-hmm. for paying customers, like the presentation. Well, like oh. Creative Pro did, like Presentation Summit did. They're recorded, mm-hmm. and then I attend the conference by seeing it later. So hmm. I I just can't when I but go to was a the conf- original meeting live real time for everybody or was that also pre-recorded? Because that's what I thought you were going for is that the, the whole That's thing what I was going for. You oh, okay. go there and it's pre-recorded or even oh, online when you go right. for a virtual a uh, remote I don't um, I don't see that it can't. as the as the common thing. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think pre-recorded. Now I have a really interesting one. I have a, I have a meeting we're supporting coming up, uh, next month. Um, and they have breakouts and we decided for the vert last year, we decided for the virtual attendees, we would put a camera and a mic in there and we would do it. It was an absolute failure. I mean, first of all, you should never live stream yoga uh, because, you know, that's an in-person thing and people felt some self-conscious about it. But uh, that was one of the breakout sessions and it was probably the highest marked one is this was a horrible idea. Live streaming a yoga conference? Well, no, no, no. It was a breakout. That is hilarious. There there was also a, a puppy petting therapy session they put i mean it was like you know the puppy Troy, who bowl. Are your clients there were goats <laughs> there too it was goat yoga this is a nursing conference and they had they had a lot of wonderful things but they so so but here's the deal and i because i was talking to the directors about this, this is just you know within the past few weeks we've settled on this the breakouts will be pre-recorded Merrick, they're going to be pre-recorded to what we call uh simul live they're automated we're getting the recording we're going to have the room set totally hands off the 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 room will open, the meeting room on our platform will open up 15 minutes before a 10 minute countdown will play. And then the recording will happen. We're not touching anything. They don't care about it. But each of those, it's the same presenter that will be doing it live at the meeting. They're like, Hey, if you're there, you get it live. You get Q and a, you get the insights, you get an actual experience. But for all the virtuals, we just don't want to do the expense of putting in you know, everything to create a live stream and it just wasn't well received, but this way they get a professional or more professional recording for the on-demand replay later. So, and they've also limited it where there's, I think there's still 10 breakouts. Only six of them are being available to the virtual. So they're doing it, but their point is, is that it's real time in person for people there. We don't want a pre-recorded conference. They're adamant. We are, we don't want to go that route. So I, I agree that this was, 
Okay, now that we keep talking through it, maybe it's a yes, no. Is that, this is our- it's, yeah. Yeah. There you yes, go. No. It's a yes, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Let, let's move on to, I'll, I'll do number four. The Troy, you had number four, which was oh, also okay. about remote presenting. Mm-hmm. And that, rem- and, and it was remote presenting would be a norm going forward, meaning there may be an in-person event, but some of the presenters would be real-time uh, live on the screen, but not physically on the stage. So if, if that kind of mm. makes sense, we're sort of talking about conferences. So, so what do you, do you think that came true? Yeah. I'm giving myself, I agree with my own prediction and I'm living <laughs> it right now. As a matter of fact, in a few weeks, one of our corporate events is having all of their staff, um, meet in person for the first time since 2020. It, it, we've facilitated this is how they became our client. We facilitated their virtual event and it's been fantastic, but this one will be a hybrid event. 100 people near the corporate office will be in person. So again, as I, the term said, that's mainly the corporate people, but then there are up to 750 of their extended staff at uh, their different sites and whatnot. They'll be attending a uh, there'll be virtual attendees on a platform viewing a live stream. But for this meeting, there is at least one of the presenters that will not be in the main meeting room on the stage. They will be remoted in, in real time. And, you know, it's exactly what I was calling out. It's, you know, and that's only one of, okay, the large meeting in in the Midwest near you, Sandy, they're doing the same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Their keynote presenter, who's not part of the corporate is, he just said, I can come in remote and my fee will be, you know significantly less. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, so they're like, great, we'll do it. You know, it's amazing. I did, I did that for a conference a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. They just couldn't, they were like, do you want to come up to Syracuse? It was like in the winter or whatever. And I was for like a half hour talk. I was like, not really. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and so, yeah, so I remoted in as, or as they used to say on TV, joining us by satellite. Hey, there you go. Satellite. <laughs> oh, I'm creating a meme about that. That's great. I've worked on a sat truck in a number of years. We used to do tons of those things. Do you remember the first time Gar was satellited into the presentation summit? I mean, that hadn't been, that was, yeah, was 10, 15 years ago. Yep. It was awesome. Well, okay. there were some technical issues, but it was very cool to be there. <laughs> oh, there were some, it, it was, it was cool for the audience. How's that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Our next prediction is something I agree with and and I hoped would be a reality. And that is Nolan's prediction that presentation design would continue to be more recognized as a business and that rates for presentation design would increase. What do you say, Nolan? I'm going to kind of go yes and no on this. I think the trending line graph for presentation design- Wait, wait, wait. Design- Hold on. Yes, no. no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I missed my cue. Got to use my cell phone. <laughs> Okay, why, Nolan, would I you say it. yes to no? <laughs> I think the trending line graph for presentation design legitimacy continues to angle up and to the right, but it's a very small angle. Um, and anecdotally, and from what I've seen, <laughs> yes, yes, and anecdotally, and from what I've seen, I think rates absolutely have gone up. Um, although I've also seen some clients pull back from hiring outside presentation designers in favor of internal support. So hmm. maybe those rates are getting too much for for certain companies on her um and of course you know with good and bad results of going internal and then sometimes running back to those designers to fix things um but i'll also say that i think rates for everything have gone up right in the past year sure. due to inflation so it's not just certainly our industry but um everything yeah it's, you know that's what my my plumber says um that's no you know. i agree uh, <laughs> your plumber well, I'll, says. I'll follow your plumber i'm sorry this we, is so expensive but yeah. we literally had a thing for a water heater uh, at the house and the rates were i'm like wait a minute we literally just re- we installed this less than three years ago yeah, there's a problem with the water heater and mm. it's warranty but all the install is not and the guy gave us the rates it's like that's literally more than i did for the new one you're like re- replacing and the units can be split. He's like you wouldn't believe how rates are. And he's like, you basically, you can take it or you can leave it because I've got nine other jobs this week. I'm like, wow. So plumbers, hmm, new top, yeah, new plumbers. Um, Troy, you wouldn't believe the, the the new sports car I got. It's, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a new um, Mustang I got. I, I'm kind of more on the yes about that one, even though you said yes and no. I, you know, the prediction is that the presentation design would be recognized for business value. 
we've had several new potential new client projects where they come to us for a presentation. We're retooling, we're retooling the website, our website that never got launched because we suddenly decided about three months ago, like, okay, let's just streamline it. And we're actually changing the focus of it to be only about presentation. We used to talk about a lot of other things. Of course, we're doing this whole separate branding thing now with our, with our kind of different groups. But, um, I think presentation is being recognized more and more and asked for more and more. I just had a fascinating meeting yesterday. I, I won't say company names, but the, the, it boiled down to showing some examples and this is a year long contract. Um, and what really boiled down to is the internal marketing communication, uh, what they call it, the internal design team at, at a corporate entity, they do beautiful work, but it's not animated. What it really boiled down to is like, could you show us that animation or could you show us how you would animate this? And so, you know, I was pulling up presentations that animation, like perfect. Like they'll supply the, the, the basically a flat storyboard for you to work from being just slides. And we, we want you to make it dynamic for their meetings. That's, you know, they, they recognize that it was a niche that the internal team couldn't do. So they're, and the internal team basically doesn't want to, is from my understanding. So we're, we're you know, we have an RFP in to try and take it over. So I, I kind of am more on the yes side that, okay. well, we didn't raise our rates. Did you? I did. Uh, you yeah, did? I did. Mm-hmm. Oh crap. We're the underdog. A tiny bit, a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean. And, and, and then a tiny bit from 2023, in the new year in 2024, they want a, a tiny bit. Hmm. Okay, but, but I mean, and, and that's, people aren't complaining about my rate, but I mean, seriously, okay, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but yesterday a client, this is the first time in all my years of business, I usually don't itemize my invoices, but Chloe accidentally sent an invoice out that was itemized. And in that was her, her quarter of an hour for writing an email and following up on a project. That's her job. Mm-hmm. And the client questioned that. Interesting. For $25. <laughs> well, we don't itemize at that level yeah. at all. No, we, I, we, I bill by the quarter hour if it's well, over. We would, no. Yeah, we would just put at the mm-hmm. end of the thing, you know, an admin, mm-hmm. you know, include, we yeah. give them a, we itemize, but in buckets. Like, in buckets. No, that's normally like, what I total, do. And yes. that includes this, 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 and then exactly. admin would be one of the uh, line don't items. Lawyer, don't lawyers bill by the 10 minutes? Like that depends the, on the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I think, yeah, rates went up a little bit, but um, I, just, I do sense that clients are being it kind of reminds me of the old ad agency days for some reason. It's a, a diff, it's evolving. Our our industry is evolving while while they know they need the help. Okay, Are well, we- while okay, Sandy, perfect transition. Hold it, pause because okay. Sandy, I was hoping to see your prediction from oh, yeah. last year come true. So, speak. I was hoping yeah. it would evolve into a real prediction, and also to tie in, while our rate sheet did not change, um, mm-hmm. it's you know. Uh, We've also had a lot of lowball project requests, but mm. you had a prediction, which was number six, saying the economy would go into a slow phase. Unfortunately, correct. Hold on. <laughs> but that the presentation industry, uh, you know, as for design services, would not be affected by that slowdown. Again, correct. I mean, we didn't nope. slow down. We've been busy. No, very, uh, very busy. By the way, on the scorecard, we'll only count that as one. Yes, yep. I just, I'm happy with the buttons. <laughs> that is really awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, I nailed it, I guess. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Consumers never stopped spending and corporations kept selling. So they needed us. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Am I on number seven? Uh, yes. Okay. So this was yours, Troy, I believe. Um, that more third-party content design tools that use PowerPoint to design content would emerge or, if existing, grow. And verdict? I'm going with correct, but we may we, we may discuss this. I had envisioned more than I've seen. But yes, there are more integrations. Canva produces PowerPoint slides. Microsoft Designer evolved, um, an out, which is basically an outgrowth of PowerPoint's designer, 
It's mm-hmm. it's like the core of everything in that whole app, a, a whole environment. You know, it became a full app. I have still not found a use for it, but it did evolve <laughs> into a full app. Um, Brightslide has not run out of ideas to integrate oh. into amazing features. Um, Slidewise is is beyond amazing. And I'm going to throw this out as a teaser. I just received the pre-release of the updated Tools 2 um, mm. suite of tools, and it has a number of amazing, you know, I've just read through the list from the developer, and uh, and so I've, I'm looking at it right now, but I'm going to, okay, shoot, I can't, it's 2024, but it literally didn't make the the, the cutoff for 2023, okay. but I, I think that integrations with PowerPoint have grown. Um, when did, when did, um, the noun project at SVG, you know, instead of years, at least. Yeah, it's, it's, it's years more ago. than just last year. Mm-hmm. Dang it. I was mm-hmm. hoping to give the credit. Right. I'm still going with yes on that one. You guys. Um, shoot. I had a question for you. Well, oh, you just talked okay. about the slide library on our last one, which was the yeah. library. Yep. The library. <laughs> that's exactly it. So I would consider those, um, as being awesome, both bright slide, mm-hmm. bright carbon, excuse me. And Team Slide have amazing add-ins for managing your slide library, searching for slides. Yeah, I don't have much to add on that. I think you, you hit the major ones on that. Okay, okay. Awesome. Sa- Sandy, next up. <laughs> okay, Nolan, um, you were very bold when you predicted Microsoft would implement some, quote, genuine updates on the PowerPoint <laughs> UI. How'd you do? <laughs> Can I get that times 10? Um, how about the sad trombone? Yeah, that was a big swing wah, and a miss. Wah. Yeah, that was a big swing and a miss on my part. Um, but hey, hope springs eternal. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and predict even more confidently this time. This is a new, this is a new uh, prediction for 2024. <laughs> I'm going to predict that this will not happen in 2024. Uh, so... Yeah, but wait, but there, maybe these aren't genius, and maybe my timing is off. But didn't the task pane for the Mac become what's the word modal? You know where it detaches. Uh, it's been it, uh, okay. First, you're really reaching there, Sandy, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's been like it's been like that for a while. Okay, I mean, obviously, I'm not a back user. Yeah, um, get, getting uh, getting the lock, uh, you know, option and uh, selection pane for yes. some installs that doesn't count. No. Okay, well, <laughs> then I I will continue to stretch. Okay, De- designer in PowerPoint seems to be a little smarter. It works better with your masters. Um, and I mean, it, this, this is really to the point where you can create, we still don't, I mean, I know. we have this vision of creating templates that integrate the designer layouts and the, you know, the, the tool or the XML access just really hasn't evolved. And, you know, I was kind of looking at that as a, as the new thing for templates was we will create all the designer rules and it's just, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a stretch as Nolan said. Okay. Well, so wait, are we, I, you know, in my mind, when you said genuine, I thought genius. So <laughs> these nothing are genuine. Nothing genius last year. <laughs> nothing Most genius. happened, but I no. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to pull, look, look okay. at the bright side. Speaking okay. Genius. Our 2023 <laughs> prediction number nine. Sandy <laughs> cheated the process. Yeah, genius she move here. She made by prediction. She made predictions nine A, nine B, nine C, and <laughs> onward through the whole alphabet. To summarize, Sandy. well, I was focusing on design, and I <laughs> yes, <laughs> so yes. Let me go through these, and we Sandy won't spend a lot of time. <laughs> six design trends that would dominate. So six predictions in her one there. Okay, okay. Motion graphics will continue to top the chart. Yes or no? Yay. Okay. There's really some cool stuff. And I just want to show you examples, of course, the work that Troy, I don't know, I haven't been to your blog. If you have any new things on your blog site or your website, but check out the work of Tomohiro Yoshifuji, presentation designer on LinkedIn and Jack Strait on Twitter. They do amazing things with motion graphics in PowerPoint. Jack creates video games, amazing video games, games. Okay. Moving on. Um, yeah. Number two of your one prediction. <laughs> be ready for new adventures in typography. Yes or no? Yes. I'm going to go yes, no. Oh, 
Because we have we have a lot more fonts in PowerPoint, and that's been more. That wasn't just twenty three. I think that happened in twenty twenty two, but. PowerPoint is slightly more tolerant of fonts and tolerant is the word I use, but I'm still very conservative using fonts with my corporate clients. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, how about embracing dark I think dark typography mode? layouts oh. though has improved. We've actually had clients in template design say we need a, you know, not just a, a centered statement. We need a big, bold typography thing. You know, how do we make it so it's the big words and the little words on this layout? And I was like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that you can't mix and match them within a placeholder. But so we've created several layouts where typography is the request and it's the hero of the of the slide. It's the design. But, You're right. I really didn't consider design level. so much. Yeah, I'm thinking, yep. I was sorry, I'm going into the design mode. Okay, number That's three okay. of your one prediction. <laughs> Embrace dark mode. I... Yes I, or no? uh, who, who embraced users or uh, Microsoft? Um, well, you know PowerPoint. Okay. I am. I use the dark gray view of PowerPoint, and I'm looking at my browser, and I have dark mode enabled. So I guess I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm an un. I'm, I'm an un. I didn't even know I was an advocate or user until I'm looking at well, it. Well, okay. So originally, I would have said yes. Again, I'm on oh. the border because. PowerPoint's been messing around. They recently added a black mode. But my concern with gray and black is that when I notice it doesn't work is when I'm looking at layouts and I'm trying to find the layout that I'm in that I, that a user used. And if I'm in dark mode, the selection of the layout. Oh, the, the accent highlight, the little orange outline is horrible. It's it's awful. It's, it's not orange. Or, uh... <laughs> Well, it's in slide no, sorter, it is. Oh, no, oh, but like in the slide layout thing, layout, where it's just sort of a ghosted overlay. Yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. I I totally agree. Those are fails, or or those are not as good as they could be, or have right. Been they the improved it for a little while, oh, um, based on feedback that I provided. But then they started messing around with adding black, and it's just impossible. Okay, yeah. moving on. Accessibility. Mm, oh, I'm gonna go with yes. Yeah, yeah. no one. Yes. I think so. There it is. I'll give, I'll give that a, a thumbs up. There's been tons of work done by Microsoft oh, in wait, PowerPoint. Hold on. hold on, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> his, his, his keyboard's stuck. <laughs> you really like this one? No, I think that's very appropriate. <laughs> um, Microsoft has done a lot of work, so we're going to put a link to the what everything they've done and how to use it, how to be accessible in your presentations. Um, we'll put that in the show notes. We leveraged some of the accessibility tools in design because they help identify things or yeah, I think accessibility mm -hmm. has been a moving forward element for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's yep. more toward the front of our minds as we're designing. I think I, you I, know, I might even, I might even throw out like AI aside. I feel like accessibility is the one part of, of PowerPoint that Microsoft is continually like improving Ooh. and, and working on like steadily, um, like everything else comes in fits and starts or just gets mm -hmm. ignored. But that is like, yep, we're, we're Charts, improving it. We're keeping tables. Moving. Oh, okay. that's dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Did you have a that? that I was, think you one have last one. Roman numeral uh, four. No, you've got two to go. You've got two. I do. Yeah. Okay, they're quick. <clears throat> Responsiveness um, in PowerPoint, and what I mean by that, it would be like web design. When you open a website on your phone, for example, it's responsive to the environment in which you open. No, there you go. No, just failing okay. that one. Okay, <laughs> and prediction did not happen. What about my final prediction? Minimalist design would take hold. No, nope, didn't no. happen. Okay. I actually just read an article um, where the uh, I and I actually flag this one for us to potentially talk about, but it said it was about design trends for uh, 2024. Mm -hmm. And one of them was that mi it literally says minimalist design is dead and layered elements, mm -hmm. you know, layered art, layered this and that is because the complexity it's, it's kind of showing web design can be complex because minimalist is actually a great solution for HTML, CSS, but this, you know, this whole yeah. article just this week was talking that yeah in web I don't know design. If I read that. I read an article that flat design, which is 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 dead. Oh, which is, uh, oh that was yeah, another part definitely. of it. Said, yeah, yep. yeah, the layered in depth was kind of the words they were using. You know, it's it's funny because I um in uh in my my uh 
I'm sorry, my data training, I talk about design and in saying like, why don't we want to do 3D and everything? And I say, look, design trends come and go. There's time where logos are going to, you know, next year logos mm-hmm. are going to be more dimensional, or whatever. But when it comes to design, um, when it comes to charting, flat design rules. Um, I still kind of believe that. But, ah, but um, I have a good example of where you use that and supplement it with layering. Mm-hmm. Um, just finished a project. We did bar charts. It was, it was a, you know, a, a a financial industry. So there was a lot of, a lot of charts and they were all very flat, very purposeful, very forward, Mm -hmm. but we added, um, a oversized ghosted image to frame every single chart. So if it was about transportation, we had a, you know, an image grow out of the X and Y axis. So it became a second layer behind it, but not enough to Mm -hmm. distract. They're all muted back. Um, so we Mm -hmm. did this kind of depth layering, effect without but we never changed the chart from flat design if anything we actually made the charts more flat to stand out from the elements behind it it's it's interesting how that follows home design trends because maximalism is a home design trend right now but lest i be uh, accused of cheating again i won't go into design (laughs) predictions for next year but i am putting a link to creative trends in the speaker notes Okay. All right. All right. Troy, you followed Sandy with what may have been maybe the most poster worthy prediction. Um, the anti, the quote, anti template movement <laughs> prediction that <laughs> templates will be created, but they will not follow the standard hierarchy layouts. Now, I need you to first explain this and, re- and remind me what you, me- what you meant by this. Okay. I, I will give the TLC creative opinion. And, and Lori and I had discussed this, uh, we continue to discuss this and what have you two seen in the way of presentation design requests over the year? No, I gotta say that. What have you seen in the way? Well, I guess I'd say presentation design because you have to make a template based on those designs. So, you know, where have you seen things? Are you talking? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I, I, I don't know if I've seen that much. Maybe I need some clarification on this. I don't know if I've seen that much, that significant or fundamental change in client design requests. Okay. I feel now that I've reread it and, and I've been pondering this while we've been talking, I think it's a skewed prediction because the industry is, uh, how do I want to say this? Um, you know, requesting a template is the guide rails for a presentation. What I've seen is a lot of a lot of events like national sales meetings versus a financial weekly update are a big factor I hadn't really considered because we have a lot of we've had several to your point Sandy say I don't want a template what mm-hmm. they they do want a template they want a set color scheme they want a font thing but they don't want the Microsoft 9 preset layouts they want mm-hmm. something unique or basically a lot of blank they want to be able to have this uh, we created one with, I, it, the, the, you know, we had more asset slides, you know, copy paste preset elements, custom arrows, custom mm-hmm. text box with quotes, but they, we just put them on slides. They, they became an asset library. And then the template was really just three different background looks and they loved it. So I'm like, it's still a template, but it's not the Microsoft template. Um, it's not the Google slides template as much as you can call it that. Um, so I, okay, so wait, we got to answer this. So I'm going to give a success based on our entertainment and our, oh my gosh, why is it doing that? Oh, wait, oh wait, I found it. There's a loop there button. There we go. Oh, I have a loop. Uh, so success for kind of like those larger meetings, the entertainment properties, they, they want guardrails, but they don't want to look like a template. Right. But I'm going to say no, fail. Oh, wait, crud. I hit the loop button. Wait, unloop. Stop, 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 stop. Loop. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, um, you know, awareness of our more standard presentation projects, you know, medical, pharma, financial, corporate rollout, they're, they're more information slide deck based and they do want the template because they want the preset layouts and stuff. So I've reread the prediction. I think I didn't clarify it enough. So. I'm okay. just first tallying. I'm going to say yes, no on this one. It's a total wash. Okay. So can you explain the next prediction? Um, what was Microsoft and others will push hard on super apps that try to do everything, but they're not going to take off. 
did Nolan, that, that was true? all you. Yeah, this was, was me. Not- um, okay. So yeah, so there was sort of this push, the, this all this talk about the one and only app that does everything. And I, I don't think they pushed, I don't think Microsoft pushed that hard. And I don't think they, uh, I, I don't think they, uh, this sort of the super app took off for Microsoft or for anyone else, really. I mean, Elon Musk has said that he wants Twitter or X or whatever to be like everything where you do your banking and social media and blah, blah, blah. But I think Microsoft has tried to bring Office all under one roof, at least on mobile. But that's still totally confusing to me is I still have the individual apps and sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't really get that. But I haven't seen this pushed on desktop or even web-based. But at the same time, I do you think Microsoft continues to uh, desperately try to push users into a one Microsoft ecosystem with OneDrive and Teams? So and Copilot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in a way, you can view Teams as a super app, I guess, or super control center. Um, I'm going to give maybe myself a yes, no on this, or maybe oh more of a no. I don't We're going to start with but, the no. Okay, we'll start with and the no. And here's your dress. Maybe a t- a and t- just t- because... <laughs> 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 At least he's only limited it to three, Sandy. <laughs> I, I'm going to be looking for sound effects now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, um, let's see. I've got we we have two uh, two 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 twenty twenty three predictions remaining. Um, I'll I'll do this. This was mine. Um, my love of the uh, the twenty twenty three Pantone color of the year. Um, my, I think my prediction was Viva Magenta. That was that was the uh, the uh, the color of the year. That it will not be acknowledged by designers who question if they need Pantone in their life. Um, <laughs> hold on, so, hold on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, twenty twenty three color of the year. Um, I don't think quite took off. I will say my six-year-old daughters are quite fond of their dark pink Crayola crayons, but I haven't really noticed the color used all that much um, by designers. That's just me. Um, additionally, Adobe removed the Pantone libraries from the yeah. Adobe ecosystem, and I see occasional grumbling. They're not totally removed. They're available if you subscribe. Uh, right, right. You mm. have to pay. Yeah. Um, I see occasional grumbling from people on message boards and things, but I think the majority of designers just sort of gave it a collective yawn um, at, at this point. Um, yeah, so good. So good on I me again for that one, I think. Barbie <laughs> Pink took over. I didn't mm-hmm. use it in my presentations, okay. but Barbie Pink took over. Oh, That would Troy be a does. great analogy. Oh, no, no, yeah, thanks, spent, no thanks to Adobe. We spent four years prepping the movie with Barbie, and Lori, yeah. Lori's entrenched with the Barbie team. Yeah. Many of our designers are. Uh, you know, It's a wonderful, it's I, a wonderful I, client. Like, seriously, some of the best marketing and people to be around. But to your point, that would be actually more of a cool thing. It's like, hey, 2023 – Without knowing a Barbie was uh, a Barbie movie was coming, Pantone created a pink color that isn't Barbie pink, and it totally got overshadowed by everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a great coincidence of theirs, or I guess you'd call that a marketing miss because you know. I just I just saw the movie and I liked it. I, I think it it's. A, I saw it twice with two different kinds of crowds, which is very fun. Get their reactions. But okay, let's move on to our final prediction of 2023. This is number 13, and Troy gets a win with the desktop version of PowerPoint will remain the gold standard over mobile and web versions. Oh, wait, exactly. we got to do that one again. Because <laughs> it's absolutely true. <laughs> I'm not certain this was really a prediction. This was like a, hey, how can I guarantee a win? You know, it's just more voicing what everybody's doing and seeing, you know, I, and I'll roll this over as the prediction for 2024, not adding it to my list, but I'm doing a Sandy and adding it to my list. Um, (laughs) You know, I, the desktop version of PowerPoint will continue to be the gold standard for all uses, design, editing, reviewing, presenting, um, you know, whether you're on mobile or web or the team's versions of PowerPoint, I, I really don't think there is another app coming into play that will dominate the presentation scene. And there is not another version like the web-based version is not going to take over or the team's version, I guess we would call it, you know, it's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Final score, 2023 predictions. We had 13 predictions, although it expanded. So we had, So our final score, when you add it, there's 20 in there if you count up everything. So it was 12 correct and eight we missed on. 
Is that what you guys get for math? Yeah. Through these? Yes. So again, we have some yes, no's, so we're going to- The important thing is we were ahead on the predictions. Thank yes. goodness. <laughs> and now our stock picks. Uh, for no. <laughs> <laughs> The 2024 presentation predictions are in. They've listed. We've put them down in podcast land. I don't know what to call it. They're not in stone. They're not written, but they're here. Hey, they will be written. Well, I'll put them on the. Uh, I'll put them on the show notes. And and they are more like super hunches from our collective years of just design industry experience. Our 2023 scorecard, pretty impressive by my standards. You know, hey, we we came out way ahead on the on the. We got that one right versus nope, that was a total miss. And uh, hopefully everyone has had a great start to 2024. Uh, you know, we're basically, what, three weeks into the new year. So see you in a few weeks where we're going to put uh, Microsoft Copilot and ChatGPT to the test on that episode. It's going to be fun. This is Troy from TLC Crave Services, professional presentation design studio. Check us out at tlccrave.com, vxpmeeting.com, our virtual meeting platform for online meetings and attendee registration systems. And then there's my blog, thepowerpointblog.com, PowerPoint and presentation related posts everywhere. This is Nolan from Nolan Hames Creative. Check out nolanhamescreative.com to learn more about presentation and data visualization training. You can also find some free downloads on the goodie page. And if you want to design slides without bullet points, check out thebetterdeckdeck.com where you can get the actual deck of cards or digital versions. And podcast listeners always get a big discount with the code podcast. And this is Sandy Johnson with Presentation Wiz. You can visit my website and blog at presentationwiz.biz. I'm also on LinkedIn as Sandra Johnson, PowerPoint MVP. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> Most valuable. She also has a library. A library. <laughs> oh, and I'm on X as at PPTWiz. And don't forget to check out the Presentation Guild at presentationguild.org. We will watch the presentation world throughout 2024 and look forward to next year when they do a scorecard review of these nine presentation predictions. Episode show notes are available at the Presentation Podcast website, thepresentationpodcast.com. This podcast is produced by TLC Creative Services, Inc., and new episodes release on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Music.